Hello everyone, welcome to Soulmates Podcast, live via Zoom. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today's mini-sode is all about childhood field trips. <laughs> we are hearkening back to our childhood to bring you this episode. So, did you go on a lot of field trips as a kid? As like an elementary school kid, I can really only remember a single field trip, though I'm sure we had more. And in high school, we really didn't do much, but I remember having a lot of fun on my high school field trips. Yeah, I feel like I went on quite a few as a little kid. I feel like a lot of my quote-unquote field trips were just part of summer camp. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of that in elementary school, obviously, because I couldn't stay home by myself. But I would say my most memorable field trips were probably like my eighth grade field trip. I grew up in Michigan. When it was autumn, I just remember the whole elementary school going to a pumpkin patch and like drinking warm apple cider and getting pumpkins and playing on a playground and uh, going in a hay ride and a corn maze. That is what I remember the most. And then there was like a historical village. <laughs> like, I'm sure everyone has been to one in elementary school, you know. Yeah. For us, it was Ocali days. Oh. Yeah. I think ours was called like literally like History Village. <laughs> oh my or, or God. Or something that lame. Or, no, no, no. It was Yesteryear Village. Oh my God. <laughs> so lame. I love that. In high school, though, my photography class and a couple of the other art classes, we would go to the Norton Museum of Art, which is in South Florida, and it is a very, very beautiful art museum. It had a very big exhibition of Chihuly glass stuff that I always really liked, and they were always having new exhibitions, so we went quite a bit. I remember really liking it because I like art. I don't ever remember like goofing off or anything with friends. I just remember being a giant nerd and being like, ooh, this art is so cool. <laughs> That's cute. Like as a high school student, my art was even displayed at the Norton uh, with some other selected students. So that was pretty cool. So I grew up in Ocala, which isn't too far away from Gainesville. And we have an art museum there too. It's nothing of super high regard. But um, I remember that some of our high school art pieces were displayed there too, you know, just for like a small like gallery viewing. But that was like our art museum. I don't think we ever went to the Harn in Gainesville. Like I didn't really do that until college. So, or at least that I can remember, but we definitely went to the Natural History Museum in Ocala, which is called like the Silver River Museum, and we went to the Natural Florida History Museum in Gainesville too. So that was kind of like where we went, but I've been to like all of the science centers in Florida at one point or another for some field trip or another, so... I definitely had a, a good childhood experience. Lots of science centers. That's what I remember the most, and that makes sense because I like science. So. <laughs> so I feel like a big part of field trips is your field trip lunch, and you either like bring your own lunch, which is pretty common, or the bus stops somewhere, which I always liked way more because when we would go to the Norton, odds are we were going to stop at the CeCe's Pizza. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Because back then, CeCe's was only like $5 for a buffet. So, like, (laughs) that was it. You know, your parents would give you $5 and some change and you could pay for your own thing. In retrospect, the poor employees seeing a bus filled with hungry high school students (laughs) at lunchtime. Oh, no. We must have, like, completely wiped out that CeCe's more than once. (laughs) 
Girl, I think I remember on our like eighth grade field trip to Atlanta, like I'm pretty sure every place we stopped to eat was like a Colton Corral or some sort of buffet, which I mean, makes sense from like a field trip planning standpoint, like everyone's a set price, you know, no matter what they get and you get to eat basically whatever you want. But like, Jesus Christ, the trans fats alone (laughs) on that field trip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you go on a fifth grade field trip? I went on one for safety patrol. I didn't go to DC, but we went like all over Florida. And I only remember going to St. Augustine and going on a ghost tour. That's like the one part I remember. (laughs) You know, this is just going to reveal how bad my memory is, but I think we did. And I don't think we went to DC. I think we went to Richmond. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like fifth grade for me was like a year or two after 9-11. So I don't think anyone... Or it was harder to go to D.C. or something. Yeah. I mean, it was the same for me. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we went to Richmond. Because I remember touring a cave there, but not mm-hmm. much else. That could have been the Atlanta field trip, though. Like, I really don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you should talk about planning field trips. Because in your past life, you did <laughs> so many field trip plannings because you worked for basically a children's science summer camp. Yes. So not only did I work for a science center, but I also ran the science center's camp. So at the science center, we would receive field trips pretty much like two or three times a week from elementary school students. And those are always fun. You know, like if you ever get the chance to like be a tour guide or anything like that, That's not really what we did. We did like, you know, a classroom activity and then we let them explore the exhibit upstairs. But it's actually a lot of fun to challenge students that want to be there (laughs) Um, Hmm. and, you know, ask them good questions and let them, you know, really just honestly make a mess and make a ruckus because a lot of kids these days just don't get to do that in their classrooms. So it's kind of fun to be like, yeah, Totally. You can fling sand across the room because we're doing an excavation of this quote unquote dinosaur skeleton. Let's do it. So that's fun. But planning field trips is a completely different animal because not everyone at all of these facilities is as good as I was about planning and making sure that everything was tip top shape. So when you got there, you didn't really have to worry about much in the way of things. You could just kind of like let the kids loose. But Planning field trips, depending on the science center or place that you're going, can be very difficult. Like, for instance, prime example is that I would take our kids who were ages like 8 to 15, by the way, to the springs pretty much every Friday afternoon because I used to think that they could spend all day at a science center, but no, their max is like three hours at a science center. So you have to figure out something else to do for the second half of the day. And for me, that was taking them to a spring so they could swim because it was hot, very hot in Florida. So the springs were always variably busy. And every time I would pull up with a bus, the park rangers would be like, oh, well, you should have called us ahead of time. I did that multiple times. And they have no idea how busy it's going to be. They don't really care if you're coming or not. Like, it's not helpful to do that. (laughs) So that was annoying. But then you have places like the Orlando Science Center and places like that 
where they have multiple people, like a staff of people just to plan field trips and schedule them where it's like, okay, you're going to arrive at 1026 AM. You're going to walk in and be there at 1030 AM. You're going to drop off your lunches at this specific place at 1035 AM. And then you have from 1035 AM to this time before you have your scheduled time in the lunchroom. And like that I appreciated because it left little to guess. So I didn't have to just like show up and be like, I don't know what we're doing, kids. Just drop your shit there and let's go. So planning a field trip is very interesting. I don't know if any of our listeners will ever do that. (laughs) But my advice to you is to plan it as soon as humanly possible. And if the place seems wishy-washy or something like that, back out immediately because you never want to have your kids and their parents aware that you have brought them to like a weird place. Just have your ducks in a row before you go. Make sure that you have paid ahead of time or have the right payment in front of you. And always, always, always anticipate that the kids will blast through whatever activity there is in as little time as humanly possible. Oh, yeah. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, I took the kids to... This is my first mistake. I took them to Orlando Sea Life Aquarium, I want to say. First of all, it's actually a good design because everything's very contained. It's like one track. You enter here and you exit here. It's in the same plaza as like Lego Land and stuff like that. Or the Lego Experience. They can't get lost, basically. You just keep moving forward. But (laughs) my older kids ran through that shit in like 45 minutes. So I made them go back around again. (laughs) I made them walk all the way back to the beginning and walk through all the way again. That was not my best moment, but I anticipated that they were going to spend most of the day there, but they did not. So just keep that in mind that they do not care. They will run through things as fast as humanly possible. You can try to get them to stop and like ask them questions and try to get them to think about stuff, but that if they aren't interested in where they're at, they're not going to care. So scavenger hunts are always best. That's true. It keeps them stimulated. Yep. And places like the Harn Museum and stuff like that in Gainesville, like good places like that will have that stuff readily available because they know that looking at art isn't for everyone. So having some kind of quiz scavenger hunt thing with a prize at the end is the way to keep kids engaged. So I guess my best memory from a childhood field trip would be picking the perfect pumpkin that I was going to make the best fucking jack-o'-lantern out of, and I was so proud. (laughs) I remember that very clearly. I remember, I think it was a science center in Tampa. I'm honestly like brain dead about this right now, but there's a part of the exhibit where you can lift a car by a series of levers or pulleys. Um, So I lifted a car by myself by pulling on the rope. It was a VW bug and I felt very strong. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was super fun. And there's lots of fun things in that science center because I took the uh, summer camp kids to it too. If you haven't been to a science center in a while, treat yourself and go. (laughs) Even as an adult, uh, it's actually very fun and you, you will learn a lot. I have to tell one more story, though. Okay. (laughs) My worst field trip memory was being forced to hike up Stone Mountain in Georgia. Oh, forced hiking is the worst. (laughs) And the worst part was that I had just eaten, not a half an hour before, an entire bag of sugar-free Twizzlers. And I don't know if y'all know what sugar-free candy does to people, but it gives people horrible gas. So I was walking down Stone Mountain, feeling like my large intestine was about to pop. (laughs) 
That sounds horrible. <laughs> I felt like I was going to physically explode. <laughs> and that was my worst field trip memory. <laughs> that and trying that nasty grapefruit soda at the Coca-Cola factory. You mean Beverly? It tastes like disappointment. It tastes like soda disinfectant. <laughs> it's really bad. Don't it's try gross. Beverly. Don't do it. Yeah. Let's finish this out with our weekly K-pop recommendations. My recommendation is going to be How's This by Hayuna. Mine is going to be Lion by G-Idol. Y'all can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And watch some of our videos on YouTube also at soulmatespodcast. You can listen to this podcast pretty much on any platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher. Just make sure wherever you're listening right now to like and subscribe so you can listen to us every Friday. We'll see y'all next week. Bye! Bye!